We're beginning a new series today entitled Dream Seeds. This is going to be part one entitled Reclaiming the Dream. Genesis 3.15, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. John 10.10, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Genesis 8.22, as long as the earth endures, everybody say seed. Seed. Time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Those are going to be the the foundation scriptures that we uh, follow through this series. And I, I tell you this, I hope you will not miss one Sunday because if you do, you're going to miss something that's... Uh, crucial, possibly crucial, in seeing God bring to pass the dreams that he's planted in your heart. I really believe that. I believe that this series is going to mark a place of breakthrough in our lives of seeing the dreams that God has given us be fully birthed. Now, let me say this before we get into our notes. I believe one thing that God wants to do today is he wants to bring increase to our lives. Now, when I talk about increase, immediately the first thing most people think about is stuff. But that's not what I'm talking about in this sense. That will be part of it. But when I talk about increase, let's get first things first. The first thing God wants to do is he wants to increase our capacity for him. And I know some of you are thinking, well, I don't know if I, you mean I can increase my capacity for God? You, pay, you play a huge role in whether or not God can do some things in you or not. We all have capacity for God, but now follow me on this. The more that I am willing to open myself and receive instruction from him and allow him to speak to my heart, the greater increase, the greater capacity for him saying more things to me comes. How many of you know that if, I not, if I'm not receiving something that God is saying, there's not going to be room and there's not going to be space for him to tell me something else. In other words, it'd be like taking a, a 10 gallon, a bar, you know, taking something, a big 10 gallon container, and then you got a 32 ounce container up here and you're trying to pour that big, huge container. Uh, how many of that 10 gallon container is not going to fit in a one quart container? If I'm going to contain, if I'm going to receive everything that's in that huge container, and how many of you believe God's huge? Yes. How many of you believe he's vast? Yes. How many of you got, believe he's got great plans? Yes. How many of you believe that God is an awesome God yes. with awesome plans, with awesome purpose, yes. with awesome power? But a lot of times what happens is we're like that, that one quart container and we got a 10 gallon uh, bucket being poured into it and it's, there's no room, there's no place for it to go. What I am believing And what I'm speaking over our lives, over our church, over everybody in here on a personal level is that during this series, we're going to increase our capacity for God. Every one of us is going to increase our capacity for God. And listen, we're going to increase our capacity to dream. We're going to increase our capacity to believe. We're going to increase our capacity to receive. We're going to increase our vision. We're going to increase what we believe God can do in it. Oh, are you hearing this? I said, we're going to increase our vision. We're going to increase 
our, our ability to allow God to speak to us, to stir our hearts, to plant dream seeds on the inside of us, to cause us to come more alive than we've ever been before to the plan of God. Amen. See, I don't want God to be limited in my life because I'm holding back. I don't want God to be limited in my life because I'm cutting him off. Yes. All things are possible yes. to him that believes. Right. Yes, yes. But it's all contingent upon my being willing to allow God to increase my believing. God wants to do great things. Do you believe that today? How many of you believe God wants to do great things? And by the way, let me just throw this out. Well, dreaming's for young people. No, it's not. It's for young. It's for old. It's for middle age. It's for everybody. Now, you're breathing. Everybody, anybody in here not breathing? I don't see any hands. I'm going to run back there and pray for you if, you if you held your hand up. You're breathing, so that means there's potential on the inside of you for God to plant dream seeds in your heart and for those dreams to be fully realized. Now, before it's over, and we're just trying to lay in the foundation today, before it's over, I'm going to tell you, you don't want to miss a Sunday because you might hear something I said. And you might, you know, I want to be here just so you can be sure I really said it. Because we're going to talk about some things about business. We're going to talk about some things about ministry. We're going to, some, we're going to talk about some things and look at some things because I've seen something I've never seen before in, in some of the study that I've been doing it, uh, we're, go we're going to challenge you, and, and some of the challenge that we're going to bring is going to go against some things that you've heard in church. Now, not necessarily this church, but you've heard them in church. You've heard preachers. And here's what I, and I don't try not to get, try not to get ahead of myself, but here we go. A lot of preachers have talked people out of the dream seeds that God planted in their hearts because of religious tradition. Yes. And there are people who have never fully realized who they were supposed to be, what they were supposed to be doing, and what God had anointed them to do because of a bunch of religious junk. Oh, it's quiet in here. But I'm going to tell you, before it's over, we're going to kick over some sacred cows. We're going to rattle some cages. And we're going to allow God to challenge us like we've never been challenged before. Amen. <laughs> I want everybody to say with me today, I will, I will open, my heart open my heart in this series, in this series. For, increase, for increase, increase capacity, capacity. For, God, for God, for God's word, for, God's word. for God to challenge me. To challenge I, will I will open my heart. For the dream seeds, God wants to plant in me. What we're trying to do, folks, is take the lid off of our life. Begin to dream about what God can do if we would let go and believe. To encourage the dreams of our heart. To be set free to imagine what could be when we allow the seeds of God to flourish. Now, I want you to imagine with me today. Anybody in here have an imagination? Sure you do. Half the time, you might probably like me. I, I'm going down the road, Brother Tim, and then the next thing I know, I don't remember how I got from there to there. You ever do that? Kind of scary, isn't it? You're like, boy, I sure hope I stopped at that red light. I don't see any blue lights behind me, so I guess I'm all right. 
We all have an imagination. We need to allow our imagination to be tied to God. Allow your imagination to be tied to the scripture. Allow your imagination for for God to, to cultivate it and develop. Imagine seeing the future with God eyes. Seeing and believing what has not yet entered your world, but will as dream seeds come to life. The Lord desires to appear to each of us in a very personal and powerful way in this series. How many in this house believe that God has a personal plan for every person? Do you really believe that? Well, I'm going to tell you this. My heart, the cry of my heart, the desire of my heart, the thing that I labor for more than anything else. You know, there's different callings in the body of Christ. There's evangelists. There's revivalists. There's, all, there's prophets. There's all, I'm going to tell you, the desire of my heart is that some way, somehow, I can, through the word of God that flows through me, I can help you find the place that you belong to function, where you belong to be who God called you to be, that's totally separate and different from everybody else. We're alike, but we're different. And that's what makes life. Aren't you glad we're not all alike? Man, how boring would that be? Man, if everybody else was like me, I don't know what I'd do. (laughs) But you've got a call of God on your life. God has a plan for your life. And we're going to discover it in a personal way. How many of you know God is the seed sower? Satan is a seed destroyer. The first premise that we've got to operate off of as we get into this today is that Satan hates the seed of God. Now we're going to look at it as we go through this series. We're going to take it piece by piece and bit by bit. But I'm going to tell you this. Satan is the seed destroyer and he hates the seed of God. He hates it. We're going to establish that. It is what he fears the most. Can I tell you this? Satan doesn't necessarily fear just the fact that you come to church. But I'll tell you what he does fear. He fears that when you come to church, that the word of God's going to come alive on the inside of you, that the seed of God is going to come to life on the inside of you, and that seed is going to begin to produce on the inside of you. He hates it. That's why he doesn't want you coming to church. He doesn't care if you go to church just to go through the motions and to get your duty done. But he does fear when you come to church and the seed of the word of God begins, Kenny, to stir on the inside of you and suddenly something begins to happen. And like that beautiful visual that we had, that plant begins to grow on the inside of you. It begins to come to life. Satan hates it and he fears it. God has sown these seeds throughout the Old and the New Testament. There is a divine thread throughout the lives of every person that God called. And we're going to look before it's over. We're going to talk about Abraham. We're going to talk about Joseph and Jacob and Moses and David and Jesus and more. But the thread is the seed and the enemy's attempt to destroy it. He hates the seed of the word of God. And he hates the dream seed. I want you to say with me today, Satan. Satan. My enemy enemy fears the seed. seed. And there is a conspiracy to kill the seed. All your life, the enemy has been after the dream seed that God has planted on the inside of you. 
But you need to realize, listen, that the conspiracy is not just about you. It's about killing your potential and destroying your possibilities. And we just read it. The thief doesn't come except to do what? Steal, kill, and to destroy. And that's not just your physical life. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy the dream seed that's on the inside of you. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy the hope that's on the inside of you. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy the faith that's on the inside of you. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy the plan of God that's on the inside of you. He fears the plan of God. He fears the seed of God. And he hates the seed of God. Life is in the seed. Potential is in the seed. Without seed, there is no life. All life begins with seed. I want you to know today, a seed is a small beginning with a huge future. Some of you think sometimes, well, I'm just, I have some of these stupid ideas and these crazy ideas and these crazy dreams. Small beginning with a huge future. I want every person in here today, I want you to say with me, inside me, inside me. Is, God's is God's potential. I want you to know as a believer that is so true and so powerful. Every seed, listen, is a door from your present to your future. Your seed is your bridge. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm doing a little Simon and Garfunkel here. Some of you say, who? Simon and who? That sounds like a law firm to me. Some of you that are my age, you know who Simon and Garfunkel was. Like a bridge over troubled water. Amen. Your seed, the seed is your bridge over troubled water. In your future, it goes into your future, listen, with creative force. The creative force of the Holy Spirit, it's going where you can't go. It's doing what you can't do. It's creating what you cannot create because your tomorrows are being decided right now as your seeds move into your future. One more time, I want everybody to say with me today, the seed seed that leaves my hand hand will never leave my future. But it's also the seed that's in your heart. Now, you know what? Everybody, let's be honest. You know, we got to be honest with ourselves if we're going to get anywhere with God. If God's going to do anything in our lives, we got to be honest with ourselves. And so I'm asking you to be honest with yourself, be honest with me as we go through this series. When we look at, when a person looks at their job, they look at their income. They look at their satisfaction level. They look at really the overall quality of their life. And they're honest with themselves. And something inside them says, this is not what I'm going to submit to. I am going to believe God and I'm going to focus for a change. That is a great place to start. Amen. Jesus said, I have come that you might have. He didn't just say the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He said, but I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. But the greatest starting place is getting 
ourselves to a place of honesty enough to say, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm not going to live my life like this anymore. I'm not going to submit to this. I don't feel like I have to live this way. I don't feel like this is the kind of life that Jesus came to give me. That is a great place to start. Because that's a place where God can then begin to do something and you begin to focus your faith for a change. And I got news for you. Everybody look up here. Everything about my life isn't perfect. Everything about my life is not exactly where it needs to be. So guess what? There are things that are going on in my life right now where I'm saying, you know what, God? I am ready for a change. You change me. Begin the change on the inside of me by sowing a seed in my heart. Let there be something rise up on the inside of me that says enough is enough. I'm not going to live like this anymore. Ooh, that's the seed of God. That's the dream seed trying to come to life on the inside of you and on the inside of me. We were created in the image and in the likeness of God. In the image and in the likeness of Almighty God Himself. My Lord. My life ought to reflect the fact that I am created in the image and in the likeness of God. But it begins with a heartfelt belief that, you know what, my life can change. Yes, it is possible. And I don't care how old you are, it can change. And the moment I do this, guess what? Faith begins to germinate a seed, and it begins to grow in my spirit. Now, if we will allow God to sow dream seeds in our hearts, we can expect our lives to produce a harvest for God. Say, I want my life to produce a harvest. I want, everybody say it. I want my life to produce a harvest for God. The Bible tells us that when he's in control of this process, the results that we'll see. What's Ephesians 3.20 says? Exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works where? Oh, so you missed it. It works in us. That seed's got to be in you. That dream's got to be in you. That word's got to be in you. Man, I'm trying so hard not to get ahead of myself, but I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes all you need is one word. I tell you what, give me one word. Man does not live by bread alone. Listen to this. Listen to this. Man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now, here's the thing. God has a word for you. God has a word for you. God has a word for me. God wants to plant a word in my heart. God wants to plant the word in my life, in my family. And I want to live by that. I'm going to live not by just by what I eat. Listen. Oh, God. I sure hope you can be here every Sunday. I'm not even through preaching this Sunday, and I'm so excited about next Sunday, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to show you some things before this is over that will revolutionize your life. Some of you are wore out and beat up and beat down and whipped and tired and discouraged. You need to stay with me on this thing because we're going to come to life. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Some of you, I'm a, everybody do this. Say, I'm awake. I'm preaching better than you listening this morning. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> oh, God loves to bring extraordinary results from ordinary human efforts. And I got a word for you. Whenever God sows a seed, he's got a harvest in mind. When God sows a seed in your heart, he's got a harvest in mind. And a harvest in mind for you and me. But it all begins with a dream seed planted by God in our hearts. Just a word, Brother Norval. Just a stirring. Just a knowing. Just a sense. A seed. Something inside that you know it burns, it's fire. You can describe it. And so there's so many adjectives that we can describe it. But we all need to hear from God. Life, Christianity in general is not meant to be just going through the motions, going through the same mundane things every day, doing your little devotion and saying, well, I'm glad I got that over with. Listen, you'd be better off just to say, God, speak to my heart. If you're just going to go through the motions. God wants to cause something to come alive on the inside of you. Now, he can use those devotions to give you that word. But you've got to be open and sensitive to his spirit. Because he wants to have us. He wants to plant a sense, a knowing, a passion on the inside of you that will energize you, that will focus you, and that will send you on your path to the life God's promised. Man, oh man, oh man. I hope you're as excited about this as I am. It all begins with the word, a stirring, a knowing, a sense, a seed. Now, in talking about our dreams today, let me, listen, let's, let's, let's get this thing refined. I am not referring just to the phenomenon, what happens in our unconscious mind while we sleep. Because, I mean, I have some goofy dreams sometimes when I'm asleep. I, now, sometimes I have some that are powerful, but most of the time they're just... You know, I, I had one the other night. I guess uh, I, we, we, were, we, we had watched the show and everybody was speaking in British accents. And I dreamed that night and everybody was, all y'all were talking in British accents. <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> that was funny. It really was. That's not what we're talking about. Or just daydreaming, just mindless, you know, endless daydreaming. What I'm talking about is this. That is a condition or achievement that is longed for. A longing. A desire. Deep inside. That comes from the seed that God has planted in your heart. That comes from a desire that has sprung from the Word of God that has come alive on the inside of you and me. See, that's what coming to church is supposed to be about. There's a lot of things that church is supposed to be about. It's, it's supposed to be about more than just, you know, getting zapped at the altar. Now, I'm all for that. I hope we all fall out today. But there's got to be life beyond that. We live beyond that. You don't live at the altar. You live in the workplace. You live in the workforce. You live out there where life is going on. And there's got to be something going on beyond that. What happens here should catapult us and take us to a place of fulfillment in our lives. 
where we come here and one of the things that needs to happen here is that the Word of God, the seed of the Word of God needs to come to life and begin to grow. I want everybody to say with me today, there's a seed seed. in me. And I want you to know, and in fact, I want you to say it with me. That seed, that seed. Has, tremendous has tremendous potential. We're talking about a condition or achievement that is longed for. All of us feel this. Listen, let's be honest. We have longings. We have desire. We have dreams. And I want you to know the reason you have those is because you're made in the image and the likeness of God. Those are not bad things. Those are good things. You're created to be like God. They're a reflection of God in us, and they're a part of God's eternal purpose. Now, these desires and dreams have a source. They begin in God in seed form. One more time. Let me say this. A seed is a small beginning with a huge future. A small beginning with a huge future. And they are usually, and here's a key. They are usually only seen in part, which is seed form, in the beginning. Very rarely will you ever see the, the, the complete, you know, when God speaks to me, it's usually a day at a time. It's usually a, a, a little bit here, a little bit there. I may be, I get glimpses. We'll get glimpses of the big picture. We'll get glimpses of some things that we're believing for. We get glimpses of the harvest, but usually it begins in seed form, in small form on the inside, just a passion, just a, a desire, just something that's stirring on the inside of you. And it may not be complete. In fact, most of what God has planted in my heart, the end result is not completely in focus when it starts. You don't completely understand it. It won't even make sense to you. You may see some things and you're like, I don't even know if I understand that, God. That's okay. That's in seed form. How many of you know that when you plant a seed, that it doesn't look like the plant? Unless you got it. You know, Coach, I used to sell seeds when I was. Now, when I was in school, they used to, (laughs) we would have seed sales every year. And uh, we would would sell the seeds. corn and all anyway all the vegetables and flowers and stuff and boy I could win we couldn't wait to get those seed packages but you know what on the inside of that package was a seed but you know what on the outside of that package was a picture of the completed plant Mm -hmm. now if you were to open that package and look at that seed all you'd see is just a little bitty tiny seed unless you understand the potential that's in that seed, you'll get discouraged and you'll quit and you'll give up. And we're going to talk about that. That's one of the enemy's strategies. But there's potential in that seed. But they usually are only seen in part in the beginning. I got, listen, and we're going to talk about all this before it's over. You don't have to have it all figured out. It takes faith. If you're going to see dream seeds come to life, it takes faith. If you're going to see God use you, if you're going to operate in a word from God, it takes faith. But time is, hallelujah. Today, it is time to reclaim the dream. Now, we're going to begin by, first of all, resurrecting our lives to a place to where we can once again begin to dream. 
to where we can allow something to live again on the inside of us. Who was it that said, can these bones live? Can these bones live again? Ezekiel, can these bones live in the valley of dry bones? And the word of the Lord came upon those bones and said, yes, they can live again. There's life there. You watch. I will breathe. I will breathe life into these dead bones, into these dry bones. And the spirit of God, the Ruach, the spirit of God began to breathe upon those bones. And suddenly bone joint got connected to joint and muscle began to come and form. And suddenly there began to be life again in those dead, dried up bones that had fallen by the wayside that the enemy had destroyed. God is saying today, it's time to open your heart, to open your life, to open your spirit again. Let me expand that capacity and let me breathe life into those dead, dry bones again. Somebody give God praise in this house today. I want you to say with me today, my dreams, my God-given dreams can live again. But you know, it begins with a decision that I am not going to submit my life to this type of bondage any longer. I'm tired of the lies of the enemy. I'm tired of the discouragement of the enemy. In Jesus' name, my dreams, these bones, are going to live again. They're going to come to life. God wants us to reclaim what the enemy has silenced or stolen. You used to talk about believing God. You used to talk about what God was going to do. You used to talk about your life completely different than you do now. You used to dream. You used to trust. There used to be a passion and an excitement on the inside of you. There used to be things living on the inside of you that the enemy now has stomped and crushed and stolen. I say in Jesus' name, it's time to reclaim the dream. Can these bones live again? Can these dreams live again? Yes is the answer. The dream seeds that are in us are a part of his purpose and a part of his plan. God still wants to do great things. George Bernard Shaw said, those who refuse to, we're talking about people who refuse to look at things as they are and ask why, but dream of things that never were and ask why not. That's what we're talking about. Why not? Why not? not? And listen, here's that, that, that can be easy to say. Everybody look up here just a minute. It's not just a matter of why not. The real question is, why not me? Why not me? Hey, somebody, I'm telling you before it's over, somebody's going to write a million dollar check into this church. Why not you? Why not you? Oh, Brother Scotty. I said, somebody got to start dreaming. Somebody got to start believing. Somebody got to take that word and let it cultivate in their heart. Let that plant, let that seed germinate. Let it begin to grow. 
And if that, you know if what, if that rubs your fur the wrong way, turn the cat around, baby. Because if that, if that upsets you, you just wait. You just wait till the Sunday I start talking about Joseph. They're going to really tick you off. Hallelujah. If you're the kind of person that likes to, likes to have a lot of drama and likes to go somewhere where you can get something, get all stirred up about and fuss about, you be sure and be here that Sunday. <laughs> I got something for you. This series is for everybody who's ever had a dream seed planted in their heart by the Holy Spirit. You know what? You may have forgotten it. You may not even believe in your dream anymore. But I want you to know one thing. God has not forgotten it. The Holy Spirit hasn't forgotten it. God believes in your dream and God believes in you. God has been and is working in you and in your dream all the time. Sometimes years pass. Personal losses pile up and our dream begins to lose its life and lose its potential. And sometimes there's delay after delay. But I got a word for you today. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. The dream can live again. It's time to reclaim the dream. Somebody say amen. Amen. There is in every human life a dimension of dreams or desires that are a part of God's eternal plan. But here's the, divine, here's the conspiracy that I saw. As I ministered to those leaders in Africa, as I stood up before those, those graduates and those pastors, and we, got, we had bishops, and man, I mean, we, we had people filling that place. Suddenly in my heart, there, I, I've never experienced anything quite like what I experienced there. I begin to see the divine thread of God trying to impart His life to those who would take it. And on the same hand, I saw the enemy trying to strip it out, trying to snuff it out, trying to do everything he could to destroy the dream. There's a battle! There's war in the heavenlies. There's warfare, not only in the heavenlies, but there's warfare right here. There's warfare right here. There's warfare around us on a daily basis. And a lot of times we're engaged in battle and we don't even know it. You know why? Because we've quit fighting. We've totally submitted and given up when God's saying it's not over yet. God wants us to reclaim the dream that the enemy has silenced and stolen. I want you to know one thing. There is still life in the seed. Did you hear what I said? I said, there's still life in the seed. That word that God gave you, there's still life in that word. That prophecy that God gave you, there's still life in that word. That word that God gave you, there is still life in that word. It may have been put over to the side. It may have been waiting. 
It may have been uh, going through all kind of things that, that you, you know, you just, you just kind of forgotten it and, and let it fall by the wayside. But I'm here to stir you up today and tell you there is life in that word. There's life in that seed. That promise that God has given you will come to pass. It's time to reclaim the dream. Everybody say seed. Seed. There's still life in the seed. Never lose your dream seed or your godly desire to dream. I'm going to tell you when you quit living. It's when you quit dreaming. And what you have to be careful about is people with no future will always remain in the past. Now, we've got to learn from the past. Don't get me wrong. There are lessons to be learned. But, folks, let me tell you something. Without a vision, you will perish. And you'll be sucking air in and out every day. But you'll just be going through the motions. Without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, the dream dies. Without a vision, life is not being lived to the fullest. Brother Scotty, you making me uncomfortable today. Hallelujah. Yes. Good. I'm going to stir you up. I'm going to pull it out of you. By the grace of God. Never lose your dream seed or your godly desire to dream. Why? Because my dream, that dream seed, it causes my faith to be challenged. As long as you're dreaming, you're going to have to trust God. As long as there's a dream seed living on the inside of you, it's going to require you to walk in faith. Because God's going to call you, cause you, call you to do something that you can't do by yourself. It'll not only cause you that, it'll cause your heart to come alive, to be awakened. It'll cause your creativity to be released. It will cause your character to be formed. It will cause your God to be honored. It will cause your destiny to be fulfilled. And it will cause your generation to be influenced. Somebody say amen. Amen. My Lord have mercy. It's time to dream again. Philippians 1 verse 6 says this. And I am sure that God, which began the good work within you, that is the seed. See, that good work that he begins in you, that's the seed. The God that begins that good work in you, what? Will continue his work until it is finally finished on that day when Christ Jesus comes back again. We need business dreamers in this house. We need ministry dreamers in this house. We need teacher and educator dreamers in this house. We need dreamers in this house. We need entrepreneur dreamers in this house. We need dreamers in this house. Coach dreamers. We need dreamers in this house. We need family dreamers in this house. We need relationship dreamers in this house. We need dreamers in this house. We need young dreamers in this house. We need old dreamers in this house. 
We've got to create an atmosphere in here where those dreams can come alive, but it won't come alive if you're going to stay in that period of being dead where you've allowed the enemy to snatch and kill and destroy and press down everything that God has tried to birth on the inside of us. It's time to live. Now, if you've got a pen, you're going to need, I should have told you this earlier, you need a pen or pencil because I want to ask you a question. What would you believe for? What would you do if you knew that you couldn't fail and you had no limit of time and resources? Now, I'm going to make you think some today. I hope I'm stirring you up so much you go home thinking and I'm making you uncomfortable. And, and you're like, you know, I've, I, had somebody, I had somebody say one time, I don't want to, I don't want to be made. I don't want to be uncomfortable. Well, you better forget God then because God's going to make you uncomfortable sometimes. If you're going to go anywhere with him. He's going to stir you. So I don't want to be challenged, and I don't want to be socially challenged, and I just want to go. Look, man, that has no way to live. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, you had no limit of time and resources? I want want you to take a moment, and I want you to identify any God-given dream seeds that are in your heart today by finishing this statement. It is time to reclaim our dream seeds today. Not only that, but if you know God has given you a word and you've allowed that word to be stomped on and kicked around and you've lost it, it's time to reclaim it today. I want you to write that down. But now here's one. There's one thing. There's one thing I'm going to ask you to do in anything that you're believing God for, that you're dreaming for, that you're standing for. And if you, you know what? You may have to go home and think about it, but I'm just saying, folks, there's got to be something in your heart. If you're walking with God, there's something in your heart. But here's the key. Here's here's something I'm going to ask you to do. Whatever you write down that is your dream seed, it has to have the potential to bless somebody else. It cannot ultimately be just about you. Because here's what I've discovered. God will never plant a dream seed in your heart that's just about you. It will always take you to where you can bless somebody else. And we're going to see this before it's over. More clear than we've ever seen it before. If I knew that I couldn't fail... And I had no limit of time and resources, I would. You write down. If God's given you a word, write it down there. If there are things in your past, in your heart, and I know some of you, you know what? This needs to, mm, how can I say this? Y'all going to love me when I'm through today? If If you're sitting there thinking right now, I don't have one thing I need to write down. You're in the right place. It's time to stir yourself up again. It's time to come alive. It's time to start living. It's time to start believing. It's time to start getting connected. And by the way, if you don't have a dream, see me after the service. I got so many, I'll use some of your space. I'll give you some to write down and believe for with me. Hallelujah. We got a world to touch. We got a world to reach. We got a mission to accomplish. We got places to go. We got things to do. 
Bless God. It's a big world out there. Hurting times mean hurting people. Tough times mean hard times for folks. There's all kinds of things we can be doing. I've got a dream. If you aren't dreaming about anything, then bless God, won't you dream about writing that million-dollar check so we can finish up all this work we need to do? I'll give you a dream. I'll plant one for you. I'll give you a dream seed. But whatever it is, it's got to be about more than just you. Because whatever God calls us to come alive on the inside of us, it always has the potential to affect other people. I want you to say with me today, I am blessed. To be a blessing. All right. Now, I hope you're writing something down. Where is my, did I bring a pen with me? I don't know if I did or not. Hallelujah. It's all right. I'll write it down here in a minute. Let me tell you something. We're going to pray over these. Yes. Thank you, ma'am. I'm going to write one of mine down. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's just one. I'll do two more. The next service. The dreams and the visions that God has given us here and the dream seeds that He's planted in our hearts are about so much more than just us. So much more than just me and the staff. Oh, it's about so much more than that. I can't do it. Let me tell you something else about your dream. God will give you a dream that you can't do it by yourself. It's going to take other people to do it. It'll take God. It'll take God. I said it'll take God. That's a great place to be. Folks, I'm challenging you today. Come, let's come to life. Let's come alive. Let's allow God to plant these seeds in our lives. But let's also allow Him to cause those seeds that have fallen by the wayside on stony ground at times. Let's allow Him to cause those to come alive. Let's allow Him to breathe into those dry bones. I want to ask you a question. Can these bones live again? Somebody say yes. Yes. Can these dreams live again? I want every person who has lost a seed, a dream seed at some point in your life, and you've thought about it today. You've realized it today. You've realized, you know what? I've given up and I quit and I let it fall by the wayside. God wants you to know there's still life in the seed. If you've been given a prophecy, a word of prophecy that has not yet come to pass, and you've kind of just let it go, I want you to stand to your feet and come up here to this altar right now. I know what time it is. That's all right. We're going to finish up here in just a second. Every person who knows that there's been something that's planted in, that was planted in your heart, and that you're just out, and you, you know what? The first place you've got to do is get to a place where, you know what? I am not going to live like this anymore. 
It wasn't God that did it. It was the devil that stomped on your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Elders and pastors, if you'll come. We're going to reclaim our dream today. Bless God. Sometimes, you know, we can just find ourselves in a place to where we just, we allow ourselves to get beat up and talked out of it. You know why? Oh, some of y'all need to hear this out there. Some of you are sitting there. Some of you got talked out of your dream seed because of condemnation and guilt. The devil put you on a guilt trip and told you now everything you'd believe was, you know, everything you'd been believing for was going to be abandoned. Forget it. He's told you, forget it. You think God's going to use you? Who do you think you are? It's time to come alive again. It's time to allow the dream seed to live. The seed that God plants, the seed of the word, that word that God has given you. The Ruach, the breath of God, the Spirit of God is going to breathe life into those dead areas this day. Father, in Jesus' name, now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Help me pray, church, those of you that are out there. Father, in Jesus' name, may the breath of God once again breathe life into our hearts. We will live again. There is life. Yes, there is life. There is life, an abundant life being breathed into our hearts right now. We see our family serving God. We see ourselves rejoicing in that dream that you have given us, almighty King of glory. God, thank you that we are usable for the kingdom, that you are breaking every chain of bondage off of our lives, every every piece of bondage of the past, every lie of the enemy, Satan, take your hands off the seed of God this day. We will live again. We will believe again. We will hope again. We will have faith again. We will not allow ourselves to be beat up and beat down and harassed and talked out of our future anymore in Jesus name it's time to reclaim the dream it's time to reclaim the passion it's time to reclaim the life breathe in us O breath of God breathe in us O spirit of God cause life to come into these dreams again almighty king of glory with our God all things are possible we will not be limited any longer but we will allow that dream to grow and to cultivate. We will not be any more hindered and stopped by disappointment. We will not be hindered anymore and stopped by discouragement. We will not be hindered and limited anymore by anything in our past. The blood of Jesus covers my past. It covers my present and it covers my future. The blood, the blood, the blood. Father, may there be a blood filter over every word that comes into our hearts. May the word, any word that is spoken have to go through the blood first. May anything that we see have to go through the blood first. It answers to the blood. It answers to the blood. It answers to the blood of Jesus. And so, Father, I thank you now in Jesus' name that you're going to resurrect people who have dream seeds.
who are living and growing in their hearts and in their lives. And this day, once again, we say dreams come alive. It's time to live again. Can these dreams live again? Can these bones live again? I want everybody to say yes. Yes. Can these dreams live again? Say yes. Yes. Can these dreams live again? Say yes. 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 Come alive in Jesus' name. I speak life to you in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Now I want every person in the auditorium, I want you to stand up right now. How many of you got a dream? How many of you have dreams? Wave at me. How many of you got a dream in your heart? How many of you got dream seeds in your heart? How many of you got something you're believing for? I say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, God, there's going to be fresh hope. Fresh fire. Oh, fresh breath of God. Fresh breath of God. Come alive on the inside of all of us. Stir us up, oh God. Stir us up, oh God. Stir us up, oh God. Come alive in the name of Jesus with the breath of God. We will no longer ever live our lives just breathing in and out every day and not experiencing the life of God. Cause the passion and the breath and the fire of God to consume us. Come, oh holy fire, and fill our hearts and fill our lives with purpose and desire. Come alive in Jesus' name. I speak over every one of you. Fresh direction. Fresh anointing. Fresh breath of God on all that you do and all that you're walking in right now. I speak over every one of you a fresh breath and fire and passion of Almighty God. Oh, my, 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 my. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now, Father, we thank you now that, Lord, we begin this series today by saying yes to you. Yes to allowing ourselves to believe again, to trust again, to hope again. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. To all that you want to stir in our hearts and in our lives. And I take authority right now over the spirit of fear in Jesus' name. Take your hands off God's people. Take your hands off their dreams. We are going to step up into a new level. We're going to step out into new areas. We're going to go places we've never been before. We're going to experience things we've never experienced before. Revelation is going to be coming to our lives. I said fresh revelation is coming to our hearts and to our lives. God's going to speak a word to your heart, church. God's going to give you a word. Open yourself. Embrace it. Allow your life to experience increased capacity for God. By saying yes to what he does. Yes to what he does. Every person in here today say, I say yes yes. to the work of God. I say yes yes. to the dream seeds. God God is planting in my life. Thank you, Lord. I receive it. Can't wait. Can't hardly wait for the next session. Some of y'all didn't say that. Everybody say, can't wait. Can't wait.
Till next week. Hallelujah. Me neither. I'm ready to just keep going, but I guess we got to do another round of this. Folks, come alive. I'm telling you, God's going to speak to you this week. Do you know God wants to speak to you? Do you know God's got a word for you? God wants to speak to your heart, wants to speak to your life. You, 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 yeah, you, baby. Mm, 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 mm. Man, his spirit is stirring. The spirit of God is stirring in this house this morning. Thank you, Lord. I want you to say with me, the best best is yet to come. come. My dream, my my God-given dream lives again. Thank you, Lord.